Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring, and motivating, life-changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion, and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to The Prosperity Project. Welcome back to The Prosperity Project. This is episode two, and today we're talking about how to prepare for life's ups and downs. So how exactly are we doing that? (laughs) Well, it's all about your attitude, isn't it? But it's an interesting topic and I felt inspired to do it the second week of our podcast. So thank you for anyone who's listened to episode one. Really appreciate it. If you haven't, what is stopping you? It was a cracker. Go back, listen now. Um, But as we were recording this, we're in the middle of a pandemic, okay? So it's May 2020 and the world is dealing with ups and downs as pretty much the new standard life's been turned on its head and I thought what better way particularly because we're passionate about prosperity so getting the goodness out of life whatever is going on I thought it'd be a really cracking topic to cover and discuss together and give our our kind of main success tips and strategies for it so I think it's like anything um, it's really what you focus on you then give energy to in a way and so when we're talking about life's ups and downs life is going to have those ups and downs we're going to have trials we're going to have times where things are going really well and then we're going to have to have a, an attitude that gets us through them so that would really be the first strategy we can give you today focus regardless of what's going on around you the circumstances focus on what actually the things you're thankful for and bring you joy now a great tip to actually do this a lot of books talk about it a lot of entrepreneurs talk about it it's actually taking those moments at the start of your day and writing down three things you're thankful for or three things you're excited to do that day and it could be it doesn't need to be things that cost any money especially right now when we're stuck in our houses as we're making this but write down three things that you're grateful for and it can be sometimes I've literally written down you know the four walls keeping us safe it could be food on your table it could be that you're looking forward to a walk or looking forward to something in your business or talking to someone over Skype whatever it is list three things at the start of the day and what happens it can you know when we build on those good things then we're then getting our mind and our body excited about something good that's going to happen and I think it's really important when life maybe it's giving you those curveballs sometimes we can get really distracted and forget about still the beautiful moments and the good moments in there so even if you're not looking at things that you're thankful for in that day most people have things that bring them joy or brought them joy in the past that they would like to have back in their lives and i think one of the keys is make time for those things that you enjoy that are important to you and if necessary make sure that you put time in schedule them however it is you need to make it happen to ensure that you allocate the time and the dedication to those things to guarantee that you're spending your time where you want to where life potentially or work or kids or family can take up your time with things that possibly are less enjoyable. At least if you're scheduling those things, whether it's daily, weekly or monthly, then you're guaranteeing that you're spending that time on the things that give you joy and give you that extra value in life. Absolutely. And I think we've learned during this kind of quarantine time period that actually we've been scheduling fun and joy, wouldn't you say, more? So we talked about in last week's podcast, we're both doing this fitness challenge. It's called Hard 75. It's not really that difficult. It's more of a grit exercise. But what we have both had to do is schedule in 
when we're going to do these things that are going to progress us with our fitness and the whole point of the challenge is you've got to commit to things like doing a walk every day or some form of outdoor exercise you've got to do also another workout you've got to read so perhaps if that's not something you enjoy but we kind of enjoy reading and listening so you've got to do an element of that and we've actually had to sit down and schedule it and actually it's those moments especially when at the moment I'm working from home full time as maybe some of you are who are listening and um, we've got two boys two boys under seven two cats and so we're trying to fit life around all those things and it's actually been those consistent scheduled moments wouldn't you say that have lifted it um, obviously during this time period a lot of families have had unfortunate events our family's been touched by it as well now but it's been those moments of during the day when the kids are making us tear our hairs out or or you know fight with each other those scheduled joy moments you can't help but look back on the day right and then be happy and excited well i think you need to schedule it especially when you have a family we can't just both wander out the house at the same time and go for our 45 minute walk we could drag the kids out on some of these but often as not especially um, sam being smaller with smaller legs He's not going to have the stamina to do the kind of work that we want to. And as far as taking either of them into the gym, again, that's just a little bit of an ask for them to sit around for that period of time. So definitely for the things we, whether it's something that you enjoy or whether it's something you commit to, in our case, it's actually a bit of both. But scheduling those things, make sure they happen, ensure that we feel like we've achieved what we want to do in that day. And often as not, the sense of achievement is something that can bring you a significant amount of joy if you're doing things that you really want to progress with. Absolutely. And that really brings us on to step number two. And that would be stop trying to overthink things, particularly in the situations that might feel overwhelming or less than ideal. So what we often find is our minds can be our own worst enemies. And I think we can all testify to that. Sometimes when situations are different from what we're used to, we then get bogged down and start to then create even more scenarios in our head. We overanalyze, you worry, look at what's happening in the news. Everyone's analyzing, microanalyzing down to the minute detail. And is anything really changing daily? day probably not but when we allow that over analyzing and consuming information it can feel like it's becoming more and more dramatic we've got to take that conscious action in a way to let it go to let go of that maybe fear factor the stress and everything we can choose how we respond to every circumstance face your emotions you know talk to people i think that's something that's been really key for us in our relationship and also how we now deal with others is we talk about everything we've always talked about everything together and so like if I'm feeling maybe stressed or overwhelmed with work or just trying to balance things I'll speak and you know even if it's just a moan or a cry it's out your system in some way and when you do that about the situation you're setting yourself free from that overthinking you know they always say that a problem shared is a problem halved and I do truly believe that when you just open up and say to someone like I'm really stressed but I know it's going to pass or I'm really fearful I'm really anxious about right now getting that second opinion or someone who cares can really change everything now there's a great system if you're a lover of personal development books there is a system that a lot of the personal development books and mindset books talk about and it's this model of how we think and essentially what happens is we are in a circumstance so that's external to us we'll then have a thought about that circumstance so for example let's think about if you maybe look in the mirror and how you analyze your body the thought could be oh I'm in perfect shape 
oh, I love my body. But the alternative for someone who maybe looks the exact same as you could be, I'm fat, I'm ugly, I don't look good. And then what happens is you get a feeling, you feel bad, you feel guilty, you don't feel that you're worth anything. And that then leads you to act as if that's true. And all it did was come from a a thought that you initially let, let allow in your head. The circumstance didn't change for either person. It was in the thought, the feeling and the action. And that's really something that if you can allow yourself to take that step back and what, regardless of what the situation is, the thought initially that you have, you have that control element to say, right, whatever the default thought was appeared, can I switch this to actually how I want to feel to feel better? I think ultimately with overthinking, you need to explore why you're overthinking in the first place. Often as not, it's a defense mechanism. It probably will stem from an expectation of failure yeah. or something. That's huge. Um, it, it's absolutely huge. And I think that once you're able to allow yourself to fail, once you're able to allow yourself to be imperfect and allow yourself to give things a go, give things a try, then I think you overthink a lot less. It's like if you're doing a bungee jump. The more <laughs> you overthink <laughs> it, the, the more you overthink it, the more you're hanging onto that ledge and it's like three, two, one, go, oh no, three, two, one. The longer you're there, the less and less likely it is that you're going to go. And you've done one, actually. <laughs> I did do one. And it's one of those things, actually, when I was... St- I, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't get that <laughs> higher endorphin from it. But it was just three, two, one, go. And there was no doubt in my mind that I was going to jump. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a default of, this is the moment when I go, so I go. Mm-hmm. And I think the moment you cling on or you have that fear, you allow it to take hold, then you start to overthink. Yep. And then you find that you just become paralyzed with mm. the thought of trying to do it and how you're going to overcome it. And your brain just goes round and round and round when ultimately you just need to let go. Absolutely. And I suppose that brings us on to the next point is that when you find yourself stuck in that moment, ups or downs in life, the best thing you can do, as I was talking about that model, is take an action. So even if your thought or your feeling is a negative one, you can still spin that and take a positive action to make yourself feel better. Um, Ultimately, whatever excuses you have that aren't going to allow you to do something right now, the choices that you make that that say to you, no, not now, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it another day. Well, those will be there tomorrow. Those aren't going to go anywhere. They will be there the next day and the day after until the moment you do it. And either your your thoughts come true and actually it wasn't a good idea or it sucked as much as you thought it was, or you'll realise that a lot of your thoughts and overthinking actually aren't real and and didn't come into account and also a lot of things there's no good time to get started (laughs) the world's never perfect look at bungee jump again we weren't planning to but we'll talk about bungee jump the the circumstance you're in the weather on the day there's never going to be quite perfect there's never going to be a day when you're going to have absolutely everything you want you're wearing the right clothes you've got the right frame of mind you've got the right attitude (laughs) the the crane or the bridge or whatever it happens to be happen to be exactly the right height and you're just feeling great Mm. it's never going to happen there's never going to be a best time to get started and that's where you do have to just take that leap of faith whatever it happens to be 
just make it happen. I suppose in life it's often easier to take the action when you're on the positives, right? You'll remember I can buzz around the house almost when I've had a great day at work or a great day doing something, YouTube's going well. It's easier, easier to take the next action. But it's actually in the moments that are maybe a little bit more challenging that you know the best version of yourself would do something different that you might want to just, you know, wallow and do nothing. But it's the moment that you take back the power of the situation. And that's where the mindset change for prosperity prosperity comes from it's you're not a victim of the circumstance it's how you choose to think about the circumstance can be a total game changer and I think one of the things that's been key for us I've talked about this last week you know we had a a decision over debt to get rid of it and that was just those moments where you're like nope I'm going to take a different action regardless of how painful or whatever it might bring we want a better outcome so it's time to do a different thing and that would really be my last bit of strategy my last tip for you here is when you're faced with the ups and downs make sure you're following your inner intuition we all have thoughts and our own thinking for a reason my way of interpreting life will be different from yours but it's that inner thought process that leads you to the better solution that is actually you know will make you feel good um, and it's something that I've really taken time to use my morning so often now I'll get up a little bit earlier than everyone else the cats will just be following me down about six o'clock and I'll use that time to go right what would be the best steps that I could take today not getting distracted by Instagram or emails or YouTube or anything what would be the best actions I could take today and that's where you know I've been going to the gym first thing something that we both enjoy anyway it's what how can I set my day up because it's really just life in daily segments each day as you come along. And also, when, you, when you're talking about following your inner voice, you need to make sure you don't get mixed up between your inner voice and your instincts and the overthinking voice. <laughs> and I think distinguishing between the two is often a challenge for people. I think that your inner voice can tell you that potentially failure is an option. Yeah. And you shouldn't be afraid of failure. Failure is where the education comes from. Failure is yep. where you learn, where you grow. You either win at something or you learn a lesson. Failure really is a bad term. And also, sometimes you'll decide to do something and for whatever reason, that doesn't work out. And that's okay as well. Sometimes you do something, it's not quite what you expected. And it is okay to abandon something. It is okay to give up on something because you're not enjoying the process Mm. or the end result that you thought you would end up getting actually looks very different when you're on the journey or it's just not for you. But you should definitely make sure that if you abandon something and quit, it's not because it was too difficult, too hard, or you couldn't be bothered to commit the time. It certainly needs to be that it just wasn't quite the choice. Or when you set off on the journey, you're in one place, and then potentially life changes, and then you don't need that or want that anymore. Absolutely. There's a great quote by Ray Dalio, who is probably one of the greatest investors of all time, him and Warren Buffett. But his book I just recently read, it's called Principles. And he says basically failure plus contemplation. So reflecting on it equals progress. And that's the whole point. He was basically saying, you know, I talk about the stock market a lot on my YouTube channel, but you have those rises of the stock prices. And what happens after a rise? At some point, it has to come down. And people take those opportunities of the down dips actually as a good thing because you then know that the rise is going to come. And if you don't have those failures, those little mistakes, then you'll never then have that even greater peak on the other side. And it's really 
it's part of life, it's part of human nature and I think as, as we all go through life we might wish that we don't have blips along the road but actually the blips have probably defined your character in some way, maybe you're more courageous, maybe you've become um, a little bit more free spirited or you've allowed people into your life that you wouldn't have otherwise, it's total game changer moments so very much when you have these dips and you might be feeling that right now with what's happening in the world, you can actually use it as an opportunity to take you to the next level based on what you decide as one action or a series of actions and it's something we've been thinking about we've been kind of embracing this time to be together in the house all together and we've got a couple of ideas that actually we might even want to help people further we might want to do a little bit of in-depth coaching in the next horizon as well together so there's lots of good things you can take out of seemingly a difficult circumstance you can actually propel them into the next step ultimately you can't prepare for every up and down coming in life There's a lot of bad things that can happen and will happen over your course of your life. Loved ones won't be there forever, but also the ups you can't prepare for either. Mm -hmm. Who knows whether you'll get a random envelope through your door with a a (laughs) A ton of cash (laughs) in it. So what you've got to do is work with what you know today and try to structure your world so you do more of what you want less of what you don't want Mm -hmm. and make sure that you're living your life as best that you can doing those things that you enjoy most as often as possible absolutely and so i really hope we both really hope this topic has maybe given you a bit of wisdom a bit of inspiration if you're going through a hard time but also all if you're going through a great time if you're actually enjoying maybe the circumstances changing and i think it's important remember that life has many seasons think about the year you've got the spring you've got the summer you've got the autumn and winter each with their own different characteristics so try to embrace the season that you're in it will probably be a different season from someone else that's the whole point in life but use it then to take the action or inspiration that keeps you moving forward to your goals or your dreams or whatever you just feel is the next right step so it's been really interesting covering this topic I think it was really poignant right now to do something about maybe dealing with life's up and downs how to not be I'm so circumstance driven but you know what to focus on and we would love especially if you'd like to be in touch we'd always love to hear your topic suggestions anything like us to cover my field of expertise is obviously money yours is fitness but hopefully we can give you any range of topics our honest opinion on it so if you do want to reach out to us love if you would send a voice note to prosperityproject at mamafurfur.com or you can even send us just a good old email and we'll read it out hopefully and answer your question Um, as always please do refer back to the previous episodes if you'd like a little bit of a a listen on your commute your journey really appreciate you following our journey on this podcast as well so you mentioned that you do finance stuff as well (laughs) where can people find that (laughs) Uh, if you go to youtube and if you type in mama fur fur you will find my face i talk about money investing and personal finance and we've also got a channel called the kempson house which is a behind the scenes on our life, day-to-day bits and pieces that yep. we do with the, the family, boys, the kids, cats, random everything. technology reviews, and just whatever we feel like recording at any given time. So you might enjoy that as well. Absolutely. We'd love to have you there. So yeah, thank you for listening to our podcast. This has been episode two. I've been Jennifer. And I've been Matt. And this has been The Prosperity Project.